Hello and welcome to another Friday Conversations. Um, today I'm chatting with Melody, who's a paralegal and she works in civil disputes and landlord and tenant type matters. So hello Melody, thanks for coming to chat with me. Hello, you're welcome, <laughs> looking forward to it. Oh, brilliant. Um, so we just had a little chat just now where I, I sort of um, said a few of the questions I was, I was going to ask you, but I wanted to start off by asking, how much did you work from home before now? I know obviously we're all at home now 100%, but how much work did you do at home before this? Yeah, so um, my company that I work for, Markel, um, they're very very flexible that if you need to work from home then you're more than willing to work from home um myself I've never really needed to um except for maybe I have a, an appointment that I couldn't get at a convenient time so it was an awkward one so I'd work from home to be able to get to that appointment um so probably just once in a blue moon really um so having a hundred percent has really changed um but it was always nice to have the option there yeah so did did you find that other people in in your team or at your firm would work from home more or is it just something that people wouldn't do very often unless they had an appointment or something like you say yes yeah, so my team itself civil civil litigation um no one really in my team does work from home we all think it's easier to work from the office and um, those that have small children have partners that it's easier to and um, they're easy to pick them up so they don't find it's beneficial um, and the other people in our team actually live in the city centre so it's like the working from home anyway it's quite close mm. um, our office itself you, you see more like the employment solicitors work from home a lot more um, and that's predominantly because they are advocates too so they're on the go all the time and it's just easier sometimes if they're going to be traveling to work from home rather than come in the office um, yeah yeah everyone else I feel like we, we work in the office more but we all know that's an option um but we tend to stick to the office mm. so it's, it must feel like a big change now then Yes, it, it, it's weird not seeing the faces that you see every day, um, five days a week, because um, we're just used to always interacting. And even though we're interacting now, we've got our own sort of Skype system. It's just not the same. Mm, yeah, definitely. And do, do you feel, how has the IT and everything worked? Because I always think that's the biggest thing when you go to working from home, is whether you've got all the IT systems and things. The, um, the system itself is amazing. You can remotely log on. Um, it crashes now and then, but I think that's because a lot of people are working remotely. Um, maybe the system's not so used to having so many remote accesses into it. Um, mm. I'd say more my issue would be having the facilities around me. I don't have my two screens that has been offered to me. But I've got quite a small house and there's nowhere I could put it really. Mm. Um, I do have my printer, but I don't have like your your franking machine or the DX post. <laughs> yeah. The things that uh, you sort of take for granted really. Um, it's a lot easier to when they're right next to you. 
Yes. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? And, and we can't, you know, none of us can recreate our whole offices at home, you know, as you say, with, with the machinery that we need and the, the, you know, the high powered scanners and printers and photocopiers and things. We just can't have all that, can we? No, um, I've started to really appreciate having all this high tech around me because I used to think, why do we need this high tech printer? And then after it takes about two minutes to print one page on my printer, I realise <laughs> it's very time efficient having these high tech printers. Oh, yes, that's brilliant. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Oh, so you mentioned there that you, you've got you've got a small house there. So who do you have at home with you? Who's who's at home with you at the moment? So at my house, I have my best friend who moved in with me um, maybe a month or two ago. And then she has a seven-month-old baby, um, which is a challenge. Wow. To have in the house while you're working. And then three dogs, three very yappy dogs. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm glad you've got some company there. Because I imagine, I can only imagine, because I've got a house full here with, with uh, my other half and our three children and, and dog. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine for people who are, who are going through this lockdown on their own. That must be really difficult. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I um, moved out at the back end of February. Um, so I, I lived with my mum before that and it's quite a busy household um, with my aunties living there, my dad and siblings. And then I was just about getting used to being not with them and just being with me, my friend, the baby. And then all of a sudden I couldn't see them. Mm. and it, it was quite hard um, and it's still quite hard to not be able to hug hug her because yes. we we live two minutes away so my one daily exercise I walk past her house I wave I still see her and she'll walk her dogs to come up and see me but we can't hug each other and we can't have that face-to-face mm. conversation mm. and even that I find quite hard so I feel so sorry for the people's that may be isolated on themselves or yes. just with the partners. Because um, yeah. I loved my best friend so much before this isolation. Oh. And now I would just love someone else to come in and say hi. Yes. <laughs> have a conversation with, with anyone oh. else. Yes. It's it's funny, isn't it? I know um, one of one of my children's best friends who lives down the road. They actually came up and posted a little letter through the letterbox yesterday, um, and I didn't open the door until they were back down at the other other end of the driveway. But you know, even that, you know, you're talking to your friends across the driveway, um, and I've had yeah. to, you know, even take the letter away and put it in my pile for 24 hours before we can, you know, open the post. And it's uh, yeah, it's a different world, isn't it? Just in two yeah. or three weeks, we just live in a different world whereas you like you've said we took so much for granted yes I um was looking forward to working from home oddly enough mm. I was thinking I could get up a little bit later um I don't have to sit on a bus for 50 minutes to an hour I don't have to like have the hustle and bustle of Manchester City um and it'll be great and I can enjoy it and after the first week it wore off on me Mm. and I was I was missing that 50 minute bus journey and I was missing the hustle and bustle and being able to pop out for a Greg's and having a cup of tea with your colleagues it's the little things that the social interactions in your normal day-to-day um I sort of want them back yeah yeah the bits that you 
you don't like normally. I like them now. Oh, I like that. Yes, you're even missing your bus journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how do you find it? Um, I didn't mention this question, actually, but I'm just interested in how, how do you find it being a paralegal working at home on your own? Because I'm guessing that, you know, you were obviously very, very involved with working with others in the team. Um, how does that how would you find that being at home on your own? Surprisingly, I'm not that involved with other people's work. Um, mm. I run my own caseload of landlord and tenant possession cases. Right. Um, so they are mine. Um, and my supervisor spot checks them now and then. Mm. Um, so my interaction with the team is quite bare minimal. Um, however, when I do have a drop in work to do, as right now as the, the law has changed recently on possessions, mm. um, trying to get my chargeable work up is quite hard when I can't just turn around and go, does anyone have an opinion they want me to do? Or do you have a witness statement I can help you with? Like little things like that. I can't just turn around and be like, will someone put the hand off if you need any help? <laughs> mm. And it, yeah. it's, it's a difficult conversation to say to your boss, look, there's just, there's no work for me to do at the minute. And I feel mm. like the pressure of being a paralegal at home is I feel like I need to justify Mm. the hours that I'm doing and that I need to justify I'm doing my chargeable hours and I am working where at work they can they can see that you're working mm. yeah. there's a little bit of a trust me which, which they do they're completely amazing that they do trust me um but I always feel like I have that little bit more sense of a justification I need to do mm. if I was a solicitor I don't feel like I would has well maybe I don't know I, I think um I think a lot of us well historically I think it's always been about trust that's why more people didn't yeah. work from home because you know w whatever it was their organizations or, or the management they always felt that they needed to see people to see what they were doing um yeah. so I'm, I'm really interested to see how this is going to change in in coming months because you know ultimately people are working at home I'm sure they're, they're working hard and you know they're not going to be able to use that argument anymore I don't think. Yeah I think a lot of employers that use the excuse it's just not efficient you're working at home I feel like they'll be proved wrong a yes. lot at the minute but I also think the social aspect will be a lot of people won't want to work from home a lot of the time it'd be nice to have that option and I think employees should be able to be given that option but I think especially the people that are so sociable I know myself I'm not going to want this I, I like that I've got the option but I'm going to enjoy having the going to the office and talking to everyone around me yeah yeah I think you're absolutely spot on there I think that's exactly what people will say they'll say yeah you know it's handy when I've got a, a busy day ahead to be quiet at home and to just get on with it myself without perhaps the interruptions you get in the office yeah. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I don't, I don't know many people who'd want to do 100% work from home and not, not go in at all. I don't think they would, yeah. especially not after this. No, oh. everyone's so, you have to stay at home. It's that thing when someone tells you you have to do something. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Yeah, 
yeah absolutely absolutely so looking looking back at this week um how, how has this week been for you what what have been some of the high points or the low points this week um well as i said i work in possessions this week's been mostly me trying to get my head around the new governing laws um what's happening within possessions everything's being put in a way on pause or notices have been extended what would be a section 8 for two weeks is now a three month notice so it's just I've been talking to a lot of clients letting them know their expectations um, and most of it's been just talking about coronavirus to a lot of clients and reassuring them and having just a nice friendly chat because mm. I've found that a lot of clients they're at the minute, they're just not having chats outside of their own household. So it's nice, they, they get on the phone to you and all law goes out the window and they just want to know what you had for your tea. <laughs> and they just want to have that, that communication. And I think that's, that's quite good because A, I get an amazing conversation with someone and B, you're getting that relationship up with them because I can't do anything for them for a couple of months at the minute. And it's, it's took its negative toll on me for the fact that I can't actually help them too much at the, this moment. But I, at least I can put the mind at ease. Mm, yeah, I love that point, though. Um, you know, like you're saying, you can't physically do what you would normally do for them at the moment because it's all been put on hold. But you're still doing, you know, you're doing good business development work there. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, um, the clients don't disappear. They don't just not want their property back just because this has happened. A lot of them do understand they can't have it back any time soon. Mm. But Section 8, you have to be in two months of race for rent to raise and coronavirus. Well, I may be wrong, but I don't think it affected anyone's work two months ago. Mm. Um, so that wasn't the cause of the rent to raise. Um, so I understand their frustration where they're saying, well, I need my property back because I've got a mortgage too. Mm. And it's, it's just trying to understand how we're going to move forward from it. And it is a quite difficult situation for a lot of people, for tenants as well. Mm. Um, I am very sympathetic to tenants. Um, but you've also, because I'm predominantly landlord, I also need to see it from my landlord's position that they need to pay their own mortgage and they may not have the work coming in for them because of the virus. And it, it's just a tricky situation for everyone involved at the minute. It is, absolutely. But I, I love what you've said there that, you know, you're, you're just keeping in touch with your clients. You're giving them a listening ear, even if it is, as you say, to tell them what, what you're having for tea, because it just gives them something else to talk about. Um, yeah. You know, that, like, like you've said, that that's how you keep that relationship going with them so that when we do come out of this the other side, um, you know, that, that you'll be the first person they come to. Yeah. And then hopefully they'll let other people know and they'll get other people to come over to us um, yeah at the end of the day you've just got to be the best you can be in during every situation and I like to say that I provide a very friendly service even though it is professional I'm, I like to be the friendliest I can be and there's a lot of clients that I will have a little bit of a giggle with and make sure they're okay before I actually go on to the legal stuff mm. um 
and a lot of them don't like the legal stuff they just like knowing what's happening and then going okay that's fine that's that's my perfect client to be fair the ones that you don't have to use you don't have to use the legal jargon with yeah um, but yeah it, it's good it's good to have a chat with people and it's good that they know that I'm here even if they just want to ring up and say okay so what are we now doing and I'll be mm. saying well we have to wait for three months but how are you doing and mm. then they have a full-on conversation it's great yeah yeah I really like that I think that's brilliant um and you know you're 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 looking after them in a different way you know you can't do their legal work at the moment for them but you're giving them a, a listening ear which is really yeah. good yeah it's also um hilarious when the baby starts crying <laughs> and I was like you have a child of like no I don't have a child so then we we get into the whole live with my best friend my best friend has a little baby and I'm like how are you handling having a baby and I was like okay we're getting into that conversation then oh, and we have brilliant. a whole conversation about babies and then the dogs start barking and I'm like I'm so sorry and you've then got all this noise around you which I cannot wait to then go to the office and not have that noise around me. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's hasn't it changed so much so quickly? I mean, when I used to work from home about, um, well, I started about eight years ago working from home. And for the first three years, I would hide the fact that the dog was here or the children were here. And like you yeah. say, try and go and find a quiet place where you couldn't hear them. Whereas, you know, right now there isn't really any quiet place because there's three of them now and they're a lot older. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so normal now, you know, I, whereas I wouldn't answer the phone if I thought there was too much noise around and I would call back. Yeah. Whereas now you just get on with it, don't you? <laughs> well, in my first week, I was extremely like that. I would ask Jess to put the dogs in the kitchen or I would go upstairs to then not hear the baby because um, she's a very loud baby she likes giggling all the time oh. and I can't really say please be quiet because oh. she doesn't understand yeah. um, but it wasn't until a client actually turned around and said I don't care mm. everyone's working from home um, you're being as professional as you can be you, you're getting the work done so why does it matter if you've got the dogs there why does it matter if you've got a little baby there and I think at that point I then calmed down mm. and I was like okay that's fine then I don't mind answering the phone obviously if the baby's screaming her head off um, I will go into another room yeah. which has happened a few times and I've kind of sorry I can't hear you two seconds um, but yeah I think it, it'd be silly for anyone to expect you not to have company around you at this minute yes expect you not to have noise so I have calmed down a lot now to be accepted is that is that a word like I now accept that I've got the noise around me and I'm happy to answer the phone which is a lot relieved a lot of stress when answering the phone Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's absolutely right. It is that acceptance of the situation that we're in. So yep, there's going to be some noise. Yep. It's not going to be perfect as, as we'd want it to be, but we're, we're all doing the best we can, aren't we? Yeah. And it, it's nice to have the understanding of everyone, even legal professionals. Um, I was on a conference call with a barrister the other day and the dog just came in. I was like, let me see your dog. Like, I know this isn't professional, but <laughs> your dog just walked in. Let me see your dog. Oh, how brilliant. You can't have a dog come into a room and not show me it. Oh. Um, 
so then we after the conference we had about a five minute chat about about our dogs so it, it's nice I think it's also brought people together in a way Oh yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, you just wouldn't get to know people in the same way as as, as I think we are doing now, because I think we are having more honest and open conversations with people. I don't know if you've noticed that. I think you have from what you've said. Yeah, um, um, it, it's just putting your hands up and going, to be honest with you, I am doing such and such at the minute, or let me just make a brew and then I'll call yes, you. Yes, yeah. Little things like that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You are. Um, so is there anything that you've learned over the last week or two since you've got into this homeworking pattern that you think would be useful for other people? Um, I would say for employers to trust your employees a little bit more mm. and know that the legal profession can work from home. Because when I, in my old company, the excuse they always said to me from when I couldn't work at home was, well, we don't have the facilities or we don't have the, it's not efficient for you to work at home. But I was looking after my gran at the time and it would have benefited me massively to work mm. at home. Um, so I would say, well, you've been able to get the facilities right now. So I'm sure you'll be able to have the facilities continuing. Um, so from the employer's perspective, you can let your employees work from home and you can trust them and they do have the facilities. They've just done two weeks to do this. Mm. Um, so just trusting them a bit more. And then I'd say for employees, enjoy going to work. <laughs> and enjoy that, that bus transfer and then getting your cup of tea and having your dinner. And for me, going to the gym because my mm. gym is right outside my work. Mm. otherwise I'd never go um and it's just having that conversation with your colleagues what did you do at the gym today or are you going to the gym shall we go to the gym together little mm. things like that just enjoy the social aspect of work um but also don't be afraid to have that time at home because it's quieter or you you don't really feel up to going into the office you might have a cold but it's not bad enough to have a sick day and mm. um, so yeah just just be more honest really I think with yourself knowing what's best for you and um, I think everyone knows whether it's best to either work at home or go to work I think everyone's extremely different I think I've learned that it's better for me to go to work um, than stay at home but I acknowledge there will be times where it's easier to stay at home mm. yeah yeah I, I like that I think um we, we're all learning different things about ourselves aren't we in this process I think being at home 100% of the time in this in this lockdown situation you can't not start learning things about yourself that you didn't know before um yeah but those those tips are really good really good um but thank you thank you so much for having a chat with us today no worries I have enjoyed it Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, so thank you very much, everybody. And I look forward to sharing another Friday conversation with you again soon.